Yakuza Studio working on Yakuza 8. GTA 6 rumors are flying again. The Game Awards 2021 nominees are in, and Splinter Cell Chaos Theory is free. All this on the Bleep Blue Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bleep Blue Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Retro Lag himself, and we are here on another episode. I want to say thank you for coming. I want to say make sure to tune in every week to get your gaming news at a minimum. And it's not just any gaming news. It's the news that we find interesting. The stuff that I think you really want to know. You can check all the other headlines. Of course you can. But you come here to get those stories that only I can find for you. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. But in anyways, make sure you do me a favor, like and subscribe. Um, well, more specifically, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and let's keep this thing pushing. Okay, so Yakuza Studio is apparently working on Yakuza 8 Judgment and a brand new game now this story was published on ign on 18 november by matt perslow and he goes on to say in a conversation with famitsu ryo gagotoku studio director masayoshi yokoyama said i can't go into any details about yakuza 8 but i can reveal it will be a continuation of the story of Seven set a few years later. He also goes on to say he spoke about the studio's other projects beyond the mainline Yakuza series. Uh, He goes on to say, quote, we will also take great care over the Judgment series, he said, although did not go as far as saying a third game in the series is in development. Now, there is a little bit of uh, rumblings that there is another game coming out. However, there's no specific details. Um, Not a third judgment game, but more specifically, just a different game in general. Now, for me, I got to admit, I got the Yakuza 3, 4, 5 remastered series that came out. I believe it was in January of this year. But I didn't play all of them. But I do have a friend that did. And from everything I've seen, in addition to, you know, other streamers and video game content that I've seen, the Yakuza series is definitely a beloved series by fans worldwide. And I find this interesting because I, even the little bit that I did play, I was definitely interested, especially in the story, the direction it was going, but also in the elements that make it the game that it makes i mean you have these really condensed small cities but there's so much to do in them there's so many little side quests side games exploration things you can do and then of course the main story right this japanese um almost like mafia kind of tale but of these story of of these characters that have storylines behind them that span across multiple games so to just be able to see that and this whole universe kind of take its own like take life 
and expand on it just makes it really interesting um there's really no specific dates other than just the the stuff that i kind of touched on so they are working on these games in the near future i would venture to say we're probably going to see some of this stuff here i mean probably in the next year or two if i had to guess i'd say by the end of next year if not sometime next year with the release of the following year if we're already seeing some headlines about it but of course you never know you know they might be taking their time they want to probably push the envelope to make it the best game that it could be so more to follow but i hope you enjoyed that story now on to the next story gta 6 rumors are flying again all because of this gta trilogy photo now recently the grand theft auto the trilogy definitive edition came out and on a side note i guess it did not live up to the expectations that were put out there because everything that i have seen people talk about says that it is a hot mess i don't know i'm probably not gonna find out but one thing i did find out is this now this story is published on GameSpot and it came out on the 19th by james carr some fans are convinced an image from grand theft auto 6 was hidden in the grand theft auto the trilogy definitive edition despite no real evidence that this is the case there is an image of a house in grand theft auto san andreas that was not present in the original version that has sparked some discussion in the gta community now the the uh so apparently when you go into this house there's this wall that has these photos on it and um i'm trying to find in the article it says the image of the house you can see the original version and the artificial touched up version and is located in the ufo themed little probe inn the building has tons of pictures on the walls all of which have ufos somewhere in the image including the supposed gta 6 image now the first time i saw anything about this was fans were speculating or and there were images of certain games like one was of san andreas another one was from gta 5 and then there was a third photo of a house that did not look like it was from any of the games that had released so could this be a easter egg thrown in there to kind of tease the fans is this footage of stuff or content that wasn't used for gta 5 could this be something that um you know the easter egg that everybody was trying to find with the mountain could that be something that expands on that mystery or could it very well be in fact gta 6 i think that as we get closer to a potential reveal they're gonna keep dropping these little tidbits um, unfortunately because i think the trilogies didn't live up to the hype i don't think they're gonna probably pursue that route in terms of revealing anything else but you never know you never know what's gonna come out you never know what's gonna happen but i think gta 6 is probably right around the corner in the next few i would say couple years if i had to guess 
So I just found this as an interesting story. If you did get the trilogy, go to the little probe in and check it out for yourself. All right. And let me know what you think. On to the next one. <clears throat> so every year, the Game Awards comes on and we get to see nominees and the winners for the Game Awards. So I did an episode of my podcast uh, last week where I picked essentially my nominees for games, both indie and majors, with you know the winner between the two of them being announced at the end of the episode. So on here, this was published by GameSpot as well from Mark Delaney. This was on November 18th, and it lists out all of the nominees. You got everything from best esports teams, best esports athletes, esports game. Um, you have, I mean, you have so many, most anticipated game. Um, I found that to be an interesting uh, category. So most anticipated game, Starfield, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring. And I, I'm just going to tell you, I think it's Elden Ring right off the top of the head. I think those other ones, there's a lot of hype behind them. But I think a lot of people are really digging their heels in for Elden Ring and when it comes out. Best debut game, Valheim, Sable, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, The Forgotten City, The Artful Escape, oh, yeah, Artful Escape, Content Creator of the Year nominees, Dream, Fusely, Gaulus, Ebi, and the Gref G. Um, I think three of those are international content creators with Dream and Fusly or Fusely, I think being uh, North American. Best multiplayer game, New World, Monster Hunter Rise, It Takes Two, Knockout City, Back for Blood. Uh, they got best sports game slash racing game. Best Sim strategy game. Um, the one category that I am looking for that I got to say I found kind of interesting was if I can find it. Okay, right here. Oh, here's a good one. Best RPG, Tales of Arise, Shimagami Tensei 5, Scarlet Nexus, Monster Hunter Rise, and Cyberpunk 2077. Now that one I want to touch on a little bit because a lot of people gave that title a lot of grief and they're like, why is that even in there? But that's the thing about it. Those to me are the casual fans. Those are the people that were hyped to play it that probably didn't play RPGs. They saw that it wasn't ready upon release and they never went back to it. They wrote it off, but the people that stuck with it and here's my case in point, Co Carnage, who sat through it regardless of how bad it was, came away from that game with multiple playthroughs and even went on to state it was a good game, it had a great story, and I would even contend that other people have said the same thing. There have also been people that have continued to create content with that game. So I would go out on a limb and say that I think it should be up there because if it had released and it was a great game, everybody would be talking about it right now. But what is everybody doing? They're saying, oh no, they're writing it off. They're saying that it's not good. And guess what? It got nominated. But do I think that it's going to win? I don't know because the first one that I said I think is the real contender and probably the winner. 
tales of a rise. I mean, I started to dive in and still got more to do. Got a podcast episode I got to record soon. Maybe that'll come out soon. But the one I'm still kind of scratching my head on because it just released was uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Now, maybe that's because it had an international release probably before it came to the U.S. or to North America. But I would venture to say that, um, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about that being already on there. And it, I mean... You know, it is a major RPG that did release before the end of the year, so there was time to play it. Here's a good one for you. Best Action Adventure Game. So you had the nominees were uh, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Psychonauts 2, Metroid Dread, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Best Action Game. Returnal, Far Cry 6, Deathloop, Chivalry 2. We're going to keep on going through this list. And I'm still looking for my category that I want to talk about because, okay, right here, best indie, Loop Hero, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, Death's Door, 12 Minutes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm going to check because I want to see something here um the games there were three games that i mentioned so let's go right here on the website okay so inscription what was the other one that i said uh inscription death's door and loop hero three of those games are essentially published by devolver digital now i don't have anything against devolver digital okay but i will say this there are so many indie developers and publishers out there i mean there's way more publisher or developers right but there are some publisher houses that have some indie games that i say would smash these with, now, Inscription in its own right, I think, is is one of the games that I would say deserves to be on there. I'm not, here, better yet, let me say it like this. All the games deserve to be on there, but I think there are other indie games. When you look at indie, what were the requirements to get you nominated? Because three of the titles are literally published by the same publisher. So how is that not a monopoly in a category? I mean, sure, you could say, well, these games are developed by these people, da-da-da-da-da. Okay, cool. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other indie games that are worthy of being in there. If you put the top 100 or the top, yeah, because there's a lot of indie games that come out every year. Just say the top 50, top 20 indie games of 2021 are these three that I specifically named going to be in the top 10. Well, you know what? Since I'm on this, let's let's check. Top 20 indie games of 2021. Okay? So we're going to see. 20 best indie games of all time. Tw top 20 indie games 2021. This is from OK Gotcha. Okay, Lost World, Loop Hero, Minute of Island. So Loop Hero's one. Little Devil Inside, Skatebird, Timberborn, uh, Last Faith, The Ascent. Okay, there's another one. Uh, well, there's one. Okay. 12 Minutes, Axiom Verge, Kenna Bridge uh, of Spirits, and Stray. Now, this isn't like a one of those 
top websites that you would find a bunch of stuff on. But here's the point that I'm making. There are so many indie games out there that to pick three from the same publisher to me does not do the indie scene justice. And that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm simply bringing you the nominees. But I wanted to touch on this because I I really like I saw some, you know, some some commentary on the socials and I had to agree with it. You know, there's three titles from one publisher and then, you know, the other two have like major backing behind them. So how are they really indie games? Sure, they're developed in an indie style, but you know, I could probably make a whole podcast episode about this. Nevertheless, what do you think? Um, lastly, we're going to touch on one more category, and that is going to be, let me see the, oh, right here. Here's a great one. Best audio design, Returnal, Deathloop, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and, ooh better category best original score slash music near replicant death loop cyberpunk 2077 the artful escape guardians of the galaxy i'm gonna say the artful escape and my second runner-up is gonna be cyberpunk 2077 because i i mean I, I i smashed that soundtrack in my car when it came out um but yeah the artful escape indie game another great one definitely should be up there there's a lot more nominees i mean there's a lot more categories that you can check out you know go to the website GameSpot, or you can go to gamespot.com or you can go to the game awards 2021 uh jeff Keeley. that's going to be coming on in december if i'm not mistaken december 9th so that's literally right around the corner here in the next couple weeks so um yeah that's in three three thursdays so what do you think you know, do some of my nominees line up with some of these nominees? Of course, I didn't have different categories. I just picked games for the really the one category, which is game of the year. Now, before we leave this story, let's go to that. The game of the year. That category. All right, I'm looking for it. This website is a little wonky, so you got to bear with me, okay? So games for impact, best audio design, best original score, best narrative. Best game direction. Here we go. Game of the year. All right. <clears throat> Number one, Deathloop, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Metroid Dead, or Metroid Dread, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts. I got to tell you the truth. I don't think some of these games should be on here. I don't think for, for game of the year, I do not think that some of these games should be on here. I think that there were indie games in that indie category alone that were better than some of these games. Now, I do think Deathloop should be on there. I do think that, um, I think Deathloop should be on there. I think Ratchet and Clank should be on there. I think It Takes Two should be on there. So that's three. So how many is that? It's what, five total? So one, two, three, four, five, six. Six games. So three. The other three. Resident Evil Village? Nope. Metro Dread? Nope. Psychonauts? Nope. I think the first three should be on there. I think Death's Door, because I heard that is a sleeper. That is a, a really good game. Um, 
And I had some other ones. I wish I could find my list that I wrote. Okay, right here. Uh, let me see. Um, Returnal could possibly be on there. Tales of Arise could definitely be on there. And Forza Horizon 5. Now, sure, it got its own category. But, I mean, if you look at game Xbox and that game having its biggest, essentially, opening or rele release week ever of all time out of the whole series how can you not contend that that's a game of the year how can you not contend so what do you think i'm really interested to know let's move on to the next and last story okay this game this story comes from pc gamer sean prescott this was four days ago so this was i believe on the 17th or 18th splinter cell chaos theory is free to keep for a limited time now no you don't get to keep it for a limited time you get to get it for a limited time to keep right now it is available for free on the ubisoft store and this offer is only valid for four more days you'll need ubisoft connect to play it and if you're a stickler you can get it on steam um, with a 75 percent discount now the reason I really brought this story up is because a few weeks back, there was a tweet, if I'm not mistaken, and a few headlines that stated that Splinter Cell is in its initial development. And I think that is a huge deal because Splinter Cell was one of my all-time favorite games. It was... A game that I enjoyed playing all the time. I mean, I loved putting on the night vision, the sound it made when you put them on. I loved the stealth of the game hanging upside down and, you know, observing environments before you execute a mission. You can execute a mission stealthily. You can go in there guns blazing and it just was a fun game for me and i i gotta admit i i didn't play some of the titles as they kept releasing because you know what happens over time one game that has that spark others might not be able to continue to carry that and you know things change you know but that doesn't mean that it lost its place in my library so to be able to see that you know there's there's talk of a new game in development and then to see one of the classics that i played for free and then on a discount just further says to me that going forward this game is going to be great okay um there is a little bit of a blurb in here I want to read. It says development sources reckon a new mainline installment is going to be revealed in 2022. So, I mean, that just that's got to get you hyped, right? Anytime you have a series or a game that you enjoyed playing and there's a recreation of it or a continuation of it or a revisioning of it, a repurposing, it just brings back that excitement. And for all my Splinter fan, Cell fans out there, you gotta get hyped for this one. And if you don't, 
well you need to go back and play the other one so you get hyped <laughs> so those are the four stories for today i hope you enjoyed them i hope you enjoyed the podcast i hope you enjoy the episodes i do apologize if i went on a little bit of a rant on this one i know this was a little bit more long-winded but had some stuff i wanted to talk about so once again make sure you subscribe make sure you tell your friends and as always i'll catch you on the next episode